seeing one another. Because that is the end. But all what we are doing, if it does not result in this, would have wasted our time. But I believe it fits into tonight's topic. Running the race. We run in a race that should take us to this ultimate end. The race that we are running should take us to this ultimate end. If we are not able to cross the line and cross it in a glorious way, but end up somewhere, it should have been a disaster. So my prayer tonight is that increasingly as you, you hear the word of God and the Lord speaks to you, you realize that for far too long we have taken many things for granted. But I'm thankful to the Lord that by his mercy we are getting there. And he revealing things to us, opening our eyes. And these are the kind of things we need to hear. The topics that we treat, especially in the midweek services, it is for topics to sit quietly and see how we fit into it. Hallelujah. Let's have a word of prayer. Father, we thank you for tonight. We grateful unto you for your mercy, your favor, and your love. We thank you for even tonight's topic that you've given to us. Running the race. Lord, help me. And speak to us. I pray that your word will minister to each one of us. Change our lives. Make us better persons before you. So that we can all make it. Father, I thank you and I bless you. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. So we're talking about running the race. Paul in Second Timothy chapter 4, verse 7. If we can get the amplified version. He said, I have fought the good, maybe worthy, honorable, and a noble fight. I have finished the race. I have kept firmly held the faith. That is the example of Paul. There is a race before us. And again, increasingly, it is important that we begin to operate in a certain mode, which will make us properly focused on what is before us. Because there is a tendency 
for us to just look at it is just church, church, that we have come, church, church, we come, we we'll listen, and then we we'll go away. But I believe that increasingly we need to get it right and see in one mode, even in the vehicle, if the vehicle is not in a certain mode, it cannot move the way it has to move. And I believe the same should apply for us even as we walk with the Lord. And walking with the one with the most, for example, is we recognizing that we are strangers in this world. As you begin to operate in that, it should be a different person. And certain desires and attractions are no more. Or you are pilgrims. Tonight, one specifically is looking at the fact that it is a race. Again, also, as you look at your work as a race, and I believe we all through uh, education, what do you call it? Uh, P, those the other used to call it. <laughs> Physical education. We all know races, intercologists. We've all been to races before, even though more of us were spectators. But we know what we are talking about. Because at the end, there is something to be won. And that is what should also excite us. But in going through a race, we all know how our colleagues that we cheered on prepare themselves for any event, whether it was a hundred meters, whether it was a four by four, whether it was a long journey, we all knew how they prepare themselves so that they could make or take any award. And I believe that that again should be the way we should operate. That there is something at the end that we need to prepare for. But you need to prepare for it. But if you have an instructor, even your weight becomes an issue as part of the preparation. Because with a certain weight, they will tell you you cannot make it. Even the attire is an issue. The kind of boots you wear. These are all considerations that will make you make it. But then, then we, if we bring it to our work with the Lord, are we paying attention to how we're going to make it and win this race that is before us? But we need to win. And as we operate in such a mentality, then you know that there are certain things I need to begin to get rid of and to prepare myself for it. But what I've also observed is that in this race, when we all start, there's obviously an end. You know, the Bible keeps on saying a day is coming. There's a day of the Lord. A day is coming. Either Christ comes or we too are called. But one fearful thing is that between the time that Christ comes and when we are called, there are things that can happen that might make you lose this race. Ezekiel 18 verse 24, for example. And there you can see that there is no pardon 
He says, but when the righteous man turns away from his righteousness and commits iniquity, somebody who has been righteous, running his race all this time, commits iniquity, does according to all the abominations that the wicked man does, shall he live all the righteousness which he has done shall not be remembered because of the unfaithfulness of which he is guilty and the sin which he has committed because of them he shall die. A righteous man, he says, all this righteousness. So in your race, as we run, when something happens that should not happen, he says, shall he live? Then in Revelation chapter 3 verse 5, Revelation 3 verse 5, he says, he who overcomes shall be clothed in white garments, and I will not blot out his name from the book of life, but I will confess his name before my father and before the angels. Which means there is a possibility a name can be blotted out. Then in Second Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 3, these are all things that can happen in the course of the race. He says, let no one deceive you by any means, for that day will not come unless the falling away comes first. By my prayer tonight, that Lord should give us the message that none of us shall fall away. Because this is scripture. He says, there shall be a falling away. And if you remember that they said there shall be a betrayer and Judas found himself, we should not be found here. Because he says, for that day will not come unless falling away comes first. And the man of sin is revealed and the son of perdition. And I'm saying Judas was counted among, he was a apostle Judas. His mansion prepared for him. But somebody was to betray, it happened to be him. And scripture says, there shall be a falling away in the course of this race. In the same Second Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 9 and 10. It says, the coming of the lawless one is according to the working of Satan. With all power, signs and wonders, and lying wonders. And with all the unrighteous deception among those who perish. Because they did not receive the love of the truth that they might be saved. And verse 11. Verse 11. And for this reason, God will send them strong delusion that they should believe a lie. These are all people. As we move on. So, even as we are on the track, in whatever track, one track, two, whatever you find yourself, we should also know that there are the speed force. A name could be blotted out. One single sin will become an issue. God can send you a strong delusion and you begin believing a lie. There could be a falling away. Thank God in First Corinthians chapter 9, verse 27, Paul was very mindful of this. So he said, even me, myself, 
as I run this race, I discipline my own body and bring it into subjection. Lest when I have preached to others, I myself shall be disqualified. And in the most athletes, people are disqualified. A lot of athletic activities. Some will start, you'll be disqualified. If you push somebody else who is also competing with you, you could be disqualified. In the same way, Paul is saying, there may be instances where you may be disqualified. And I'm saying, as we begin to operate in the mode where we know that it is a race that we are running, the officiating team, what are the things they are looking at that could disqualify us? We need to begin to be mindful. Because like I've said from the beginning, it is not just the normal church. We have come, we have gone, listened to a sermon, we have come, teaching, and gone. It takes more than that to make it to the end. And we need to begin to be more serious and know that there is work to be done. Otherwise, we'll be taken on our way. Hallelujah. So in Hebrews chapter 12, verses 1 and 2, it says, Therefore, we also, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, 